you folks, Department of Antishik here. Uh, we've one item on the interdepartmental agenda, expanding the mandatory hotel quarantine list. Can't believe I have to pause line of duty for this. Can okay. we hurry along, please? Okay, uh, foreign affairs. We're, we're opposing this. You can't put America, France and Germany on this list. They buy far too much Irish beef. Sorry now, th- health here. This is about preventing variants. Defence and shot. Do I really need to be on this call? I know the army's involved, but it's mostly hotels, which is more a homeless issue. Transport, isn't this your responsibility? (sighs) Sorry, uh, no, uh, airports, buses, COVID. That'll be a health issue. (sighs) Sake, have you sorted those passenger locator forms at least? Ah, too tired. That's uh, also a public health issue. (sighs) I'll just put that memo next to the contact tracing shambles. Oh God, let's push the memo about vaccine numbers and blood clots off the desk. Look, yeah, foreign affairs. We can't expand the quarantine list. Ireland is an open economy and, um, yeah? Hang on, sorry, I can't read the excuses on the back of this envelope. Uh, Oh yes, we don't have the hotel capacity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish housing was here for that one. We've more hotel rooms per capita in Dublin than Kerry has Healy Rays. Perhaps if we were to reach a compromise with which countries are added. What sort of compromise? Well, instead of Germany, we could add the Federated States of Micronesia. Well, I've never even heard of it. Well, that's why they fit in so well with the places already on the list. I mean, come on. Uh, Is Justice on the call? Justice. Oh, sorry, yes. I was on mute there. Since July. What's your view? What would all the Gardaí and limiting of people's freedoms and that? This is really health area. <sighs> health? So, sorry, yes, I, I'm just uh, also on a call with Neffet, Nyack and the YMCA here. So if I could get any help at all... It's it would... just those of us in justice have enough on our plate trying to get ready for six months of Heather Humphreys. Oh, you should get her to watch Line of Duty. To prepare her for the guards, like? No, it just helps pass the time in a really quiet department. <laughs> Is Enterprise there? You know they're the lead department on quarantine in New Zealand. Yes, Enterprise here. Our minister has noticed a concerning growth in Simon Harris's TikTok. Is there any way we can quarantine him for two weeks? Yeah, we had that minister here too. His priority was Facebook at the time. Still is. <laughs> any ideas, Transport? <sighs> can we just do what we always do and outsource to EY or Deloitte or... Foreign Affairs again. Uh, how about we shorten the quarantine period to five... Days? Hours. So basically the queue for taxis at the airport pre-COVID. Ooh. Surely the Taoiseach should just make a decision on this. A decision by the Taoiseach. <laughs> that's, that's very good, yeah. Ridiculous. Look, I'll input it into the interdepartmental algorithm. Uh, we'll go with whatever fudge it produces, yeah? Now the vaccine appointments website. If we can get a big sexy tech company involved, our minister might be interested. Finally, someone else doing something on... Uh, for the launch only. It'll still be health's responsibility. Ah, for the love of... it. What? next? You might as well make us do climate change as well. Well, the end of the world is a public health issue. All right. Can we take a vote on it? (laughs) A vote? (laughs) Ah, no. This is the civil service, not bleeding democracy. (sighs) Right, that's three minutes. It's enough work for one day. Wait, did anyone take any minutes? What's the point? It'll all be on the Irish Times website within the hour. And now a warning that we'll be talking about the North. So now might be a good time to make a cup of tea, put your hands over your ears and hum a Beach Boys song to yourself. Our Northern editor, Vincent Carney, reports. Tommy Gorman's only gone a week and look what happens to Northern Ireland. Nine weeks of violence has prompted even the British media to pay attention to their forgotten outpost. But this is the North, so the priority for the political onlookers wasn't how do we stop this, but who can we blame? Orlean Foster found the petrol and tweeted it 
right onto the flames. Yes, yeah, 60 police officers have been injured, but the real crime here is the Bobby Story Provo funeral, yes. where Sinn Féin IRA P&O ferries my waddy pink wafer snack murder gangs broke the law by walking down a road a year ago. Right. Oh, look out, there's a vandalised burning bus coming right towards you. Fenian lies. Yes. The bus burst into flames on its own because even buses are outraged by a border down the Irish Sea, yes. which is definitely not our fault. No. The only crimes the DUP recognises is illegal walking outdoors, the existence of dinosaurs, and people ordering cakes for homosexual weddings. I'm on fire! Sinn Féin's Mary Lou MacDonald struggled to restrain her views. First of all, we need to call for restraint and for the unionists whose fault this is entirely to get those little shiz for brains to stop throwing and burning shiz. And I spoke to the chief constable. I didn't want to. Alexa called him by accident when I told it to play the special features of Bridgerton, yeah? Even the British Labour Party joined the blame game, accusing Boris Johnson of a failure of leadership in what was by far the least original effort. The British PM also joined the fun. Uh, clearly these frustrated teenage oiks rammed into grim council houses with no economic prospects in life have been totally failed by, by, by Brussels. But I am rather moved by their interest in customs forms and Euro diplomatic protocol dibbly squack which I haven't been able to understand myself. And I can assure the people of, of, of London Antrim that I'm a damn hand at making new buses out of wine crates. Jibbly jobbly yazoo quake. Dublin Minister Simon Coveney was unusually upbeat. Uh, hello, I'm over here. Uh, I'd like to thank the chavs of Carrick Fergus for distracting from my shambles over the quarantine. And let's all appeal now across the divide for more events like these to make me relevant. Back to the blame game, I felt this was right up Leo Varadkar's street. Hang on a second, there are riots in the north? Sorry, I don't pay much attention to that place unless the Shinners are doing something. Oh, is it the Shinners? Well, the Loyalists started... Nah, don't be wasting my time on Loyalist violence. That's of no use to my grandstanding. Come back to me when you want a quote about something being Mary Lou's fault. Cheers. And so, all of Northern Ireland has one message to the rest of the world. Thanks a million lads for only paying attention to us when we're on fire. Vincent Kearney, RT News, a Tommy Gorman Memorial Weeping Corner, Belfast. I scream, you scream, we all scream for vaccines, but nobody's screaming louder than the teachers. Joanne's a secondary school teacher. Go ahead, Joanne. The Ugwich Joe. Mm-hmm. Us hardworking teachers aren't asking for a lot just to be put ahead of people at higher risk of dying. Oh dear God. And after the Easter holidays you've been on for two weeks, it's only six weeks until your summer holidays, Joanne. Yes, but You we... barely have had your second dose by the time term finishes. Cunis, to may it kind. No, 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 unless you plan to make up all the time the children have missed by teaching in the summer, the summer months, yeah? <laughs> That's a good one. I wasn't joking. But to be real about it, Joe, <sighs> people need to take our threat of strike action seriously. Yeah, the, the threat to strike in September when you'll probably be vaccinated anyway as if the kids haven't had enough disruption. Don't answer me back, young man. I didn't We're on the front line. Yeah, so you're calling for other frontline workers like retail staff, delivery drivers to jump the queue as well? Uh, well, 
No. No, no surprise, more like. Teachers Union spokesman Chor Sheila Nick Shomaranga's on the line. She thinks you have a solution. I worked it out on my blackboard. Mm. We vaccinate the elderly, the teachers, and the guards in tandem. Uh-huh. By my calculations, we could have all of us done in, let me see. Go ahead, Sheila. One, uh, four days. Four days. Four days. Everyone's a bleeding expert now. Pick up in class. But four days, Sheila, you'd need to keep the vaccine centres open morning, noon, and night, and on the weekends. The weekend? Yeah, the weekend. Four days. Four. We expect this to be done any time between 9 and 3 on a weekday <laughs> and definitely not on a bank holiday or lunchtime. OK, thanks a million, Sheila. We've Keith on the line. Keith, go ahead. Where, Joe, if the nurses, teachers and guards are vaccinated, mm. then me and my colleagues deserve it too because we'll be pushed into the front lines. Who are your colleagues? Who? I'm a barman in, in what do you call it, Harcourt Street there. In Coppers, Keith? D2. Oh, yeah. It's like a sophisticated Coppers. Is it the true frontline heroes? Look at the protect yourself from the infectious saliva that'll be flying around if those vaccinated nurses and guards come into contact with each other well each other and blue wicked yeah, but it's a dangerous job Keith potentially lethal culty sweat flying through the air flying Keith nah, I can't wait Joe <laughs> I'll be hosing them down with Smyrna face and hand sanny on. on the dance floor <laughs> wash your hands tomorrow we'll be talking to a limer granny who thinks she saw her neighbour chatting with a relative over a hedge shocking stuff we'll be putting the video up ba 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 it's official. Ireland has reached one million vaccines, shooting us straight to the middle of the EU vaccine chart. And it's something Paul Reid of the HSE isn't afraid to crow about. We done one million vaccines in the HSE. And that's a fact. It's a thing you can't deny. Like the fact we're still at least a month behind. One million jabs, but only 700,000 arms. But still, even the HSE is surprised they've got this far. I can't believe the HSE done a million bleeding vaccines. Say, uh-oh, uh-oh, say, uh-oh, uh-oh. We're 20 billion euro down and spin the deadlines round and round. Say, uh-oh, uh-oh, say, uh-oh, uh-oh. Can't believe it. They haven't hit a target yet, but like the HSE's radio ads, the dinky fingless singer's dreams are coming true, whether they're true or not. Cause in Leitrim I lie in bed To beacon headlines wreck me head A million jabs is keeping me awake I think of what the world could be If we vaccinate the over 70s Before the start, middle or end of May Oh, a million jabs, give me credit for bleeding sake. A million jabs brought to you by the HSE. Q-skippers included. Don't ask the HSE for breakdowns or precise figures. 30,000 jabs were on Good Friday, but please don't mention Easter weekend. The vaccine rollout is still on schedule. If you look at the dates by covering your good eye and squinting the other one. A million jabs. Lovely jobly. After the runaway success of Ear and Rodenda, RTE are proud to present a brand new season of programmes aimed at giving retired politicians the chance to soften their image and pad their pensions. If you've ever watched Nationwide and thought, this is great, but I wish it was hosted by Pat Rabbit, then you're in for a treat. First, Bertie Ahern introduces us to the joys of birdwatching in A Little Bertie Told Me. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll be hoping to give you a glimpse of the many birds native to Dublin, all without leaving the beer garden. Bird watching, or, or to give it its fancy science name, orthodontics, is a novel profession. As Tony Blair, God rest his soul, once said, birds of a feather clock together, thrown the white elephants and the red herrings. <laughs> How do I talk to you about refunding me parking? He's no fan of gerrymandering, but he does love a good meander around in the great outdoors. Jerry Adams takes us on a nature walk in Jerry Meandering. Um, with respect, I'm no super grass, but I must say this grass is super. Chucky our lawn! Alan Shatter shakes up the chat show landscape with Alan Chatter. I will be chatting to a number of fascinating guests, but before that, a subject that's close to my heart, the many ways in which I was wronged by Fine Gael. And finally, Phil Hogan discusses the people he most admires in Hogan's Heroes. Well, Tiger Woods would be a great hero of mine. He's brilliant at golf, and just like Big Phil, he always comes back, baby. Get ready for a political summer on RTE. You'll never be happier to be outside. Choo choo! <laughs> Shimon! Collins Cakes! It's been 78 days since President Biden was sworn in, and what a 78 days it has been for the 78 year old. 78 must be his lucky number, as it's been going pretty well. Faith and regards to luck of the Irish once more. But my lucky number is four, because that's how many leaves are on a shamrock, pickle me petticoat. The quiet, polite, and dull beginning was the diametric opposite of his predecessor, whose first 100 days were as mad as a dog with rabies chasing an angry cat who was itself chasing a feral raccoon. My arch enemies are injustice, racism, and stairs. It's nice to have such a likable man back in the White House. No more late nights on Twitter trying to make sense of the angry gibberish of Trump's tweets. No more racist dog whistles. No more children in cages. Okay, I made that last one up. Putting children in cages is inhumane, man. So we painted the cage bars bright colors and call them immigrant playpens. Problem solved. Kiss me, I'm Irish. And also because I might need resuscitation from time to time. Also something new from last time, the White House paying attention to events in Ireland. I want to appeal for peace in Belfast. And also for the English to get the heck out of Ireland, you dirty redcoats. May your curly whirlies go down crossways, ye curs. He really likes talking about Ireland. Oh, be gob, I can't wait to visit back home. And I'll be taking souvenirs like a side of turf. And your multinational tax take, ye FDI fiddlers. God, be good to them. Meanwhile, the Republican Party are doing what they do best. Trying to stop black people voting, helping colleagues escape pedophilia charges, and opposing gun regulations after mass shootings. All while courting fringe groups like QAnon. They claim Democratic leaders feast on the blood of the innocent to maintain their youth. It's not true. It's my dog that feasts on the blood of the innocents. And it clearly doesn't help me maintain my youth. I look like I'm Freddy Krueger melting. Speaking of QAnon, what kind of Irish reporter needs to travel all over the country speaking to lunatics in a desperate bid for attention? That's right, Donny O'Sullivan, I'm calling you out. You and your CNN showbiz stardom. Worse, you're from Kerry. That Late Late Show slot should have been mine. The Late Late has a well-known Kerry bias. Brian O'Donovan waiting for Donny, bare-chested on the steps of the Capitol building, up the rebels... 
RT News. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Leo Varadkar, and this is my self-satisfied foray into the navel-gazing world of the podcast. Welcome to the Leo Lens. Quality intro, Tish. Do the again and I'll hit record this time. <laughs> Classic Murphs. What? I do like a little bit of informal bants at the top of each show. Uh, uh, what have you been up to, dude? Okay, I found this new novelty IPA called Ale Downhill from Here. <laughs> it's dangerous, man. How about you? I'm glad you asked that. Mm. I've been spreading good news about lifting COVID restrictions. Lifting restrictions? Well, yeah, potential lifting of restrictions. But uh, I thought the government made it clear they would be speculating on possible easing of restrictions anymore and causing confusion. And Look, the likes on my Facebook posts speak for themselves. Oh. Take, for example, my idea for vaccine certs. But every government department denied they're even considering a vaccine cert. Yeah, but people are really excited about joining Varadkar's vaccine team but, and all of the wonderful hypothetical benefits that come with it. But are you really going to open non-essential retail, sports, hospitality like you say you're going that to? That is certainly what I would have people believe. Oh. I'm the feel-good guy, while Mihole is more the gloomy punch bag for public rage. Pity uh, your anti-quarantine stats on EU states backfired so bad. That, that was nobody's campaign. I was just the, the backing singer, really. Sorry, dude. I'm the Happy Friday guy who says things like, we're going to surprise you all on vaccines. Yeah, Toads, if you guys can actually even hit one target, that definitely would surprise people. Well, uh, oh. by the end of June, more than 80% of people will have been offered the first dose. And by the end of November, they may have even received them. <laughs> what else? Now, what's our special slot this week, Murphs? Well, Tish, we look back at one of your many moments of triumphant genius in a new segment, What's the Story, Tory Glory? Welfare cheats, cheat us all. Our rate of homelessness is pretty normal, TBH. <laughs> the right of a child to have a mother and a father is more important than two men to have a family. Socialists just want segregation. That loser Tiny Tim should get a job. All oh, right. Beautiful work, Murphs. This week's Tory glory is 2008, when you proposed that unemployed immigrants should be offered six months dough to go back to where they came from. Did manage to get that one over the line. Such a pity. Here's your absolute Beast of a speech. Cool. So, if my election as leader of Fine Gael has shown anything, um, it's that prejudice has no hold in this republic. Uh, oh, oh my God, so sorry, wrong speech there. Uh, uh, quick, go to the ad. It's uh, for Air France flights from Paris. We can't possibly... Just do the podcast credits, I'll play the tune. For God's sake. Well, that's it from the Leo Lens. Sound was by Murphs. Producing was by Leo Varadkar, special advisors. And leaks of the Attorney General's advice was by you know who. Nothing to do with me, TBA. Finally, you're surprising people, dude. Wait, what? <coughs> <coughs> Thank you members for dialing into our annual conference. This year's theme is Grievances Gulaire. And it gives me no pleasure now to introduce the Minister for Education, Yerwan Foley. Thank you so much, Jeeve Gulaire, Moonchori, Aaron, Zoom. Norma Foley, more like. How will our Vaccines. Don't be bold now or I'll mute ye. Now, I know many of you feel hard done by that you're after falling down the vaccine list. Yeah. This was never in the gift of my department. <laughs> it's decided by NIAC and they are, what are they, anyone? Independent. Independent, that's right, Moon Trishan. 
up yours. Uh, you're on the naughty mute list now, Sean. Let's look at this from a teacher's perspective. Suppose eight primary school teachers are in the lounge watching the crown during the sus more. Two get up and take early retirement to go and start an artisan gem making business they can support with their state pension. Whatever. How many are left in the room? Moonshore Keen? Uh, six, Minister. <laughs> Fucking Egypt. One voice at a time, Moonshore Anne. <laughs> My hand far keen. she. Now, are the six teachers still in the schoolroom more important than the two that have left? Don't care. Anyone? I'll tell you. No, they're not. And that's not a value judgment on anyone. Mm. I regard all of you with the same level of contempt. It's just following the... The following the what, Moonshore John? The money. (laughs) The science. We always have to follow the science. What are you going to do about the SNS, Minister? They're hands-on with children every day, like... Yeah. Bear in mind that the schools have a magical force field around them that means there's no spread, according to all the research that we haven't done. That's rubbish, Minister. Right. You're all going on mute. That's much better. I'll finish by saying if any moon chore in a school feels particularly vulnerable, they could always try dressing older than their actual age and see if they can get moved to a higher cohort. I know that's what I'm doing. Gurumila <laughs> Magiv. Ah, it's sunny today, but deceptively cold. My kind of weather. I think I'll walk to get me coffee this morning. Hello, madam. What? Very changeable day. What happened? Don't you talk to me. My kids are in their bare feet in the cold because your shower won't open the shoe shops. Now, now, you know the old saying, I cried because I had no shoes till I met the man who had no feet. Yeah, same old Finnegan. Children's shoes all over again. Well, I'm sorry, but you're referring to something that was a very long time ago. I was in short pants at the time and very cute I looked as well. Imagine these dimples in short pants. Well, we can't see your dimples in your mask, so... Oh, didums. I didn't think of that. Bye. Good morning, sir. Yeah, what can I get you? I'll have a skinny Americano, please. Mate, what's going on? I can't get a signal in here. The coverage is a pox. Is that what you get when Finguel give mobile phone license to Dennis O'Brien? Typically, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're referring to something that was before my time. I was only making my confirmation that day. <laughs> in a cute little dicky bow. Though I only made a certain amount of money. You made your confirmation when you were 19. Barista, I'd like to complain about this customer who's very... Don't worry, I'm leaving. I only come in to get warm for a minute. I've been homeless three years now, thanks to lights. You're referring to something that wasn't my fault. I was only a small minister when Michael Noonan was selling off the country to the funny funds. Sure. I was so embarrassed when they tickly trebled homelessness and my cute little cheeks became quite flushed, a bit like they are now. No, we can't see that. It's the mask-like. Oh my golly. Is this why people don't love me anymore? It must be the mask. And come here, hey. You lot put Fianna Fáil back in power after they blew up the country. Like. How dare you? That is absolutely... Oh, actually, we did do that, oopsie. <laughs> My dimples are actually quivering in mortification. You can't see that with your mask. Anyway, here's your fake in Americano. Well, thank you very much. Wait, wait, what's this you've written on my cup? P-R-I-C. <laughs> that is not how you spell Pascal. I know. Although I suppose I am a bit prickly today. What? Prickly Pascal. No, that's not what I wrote. Bye now. I didn't write prickly. The cup said that you're a prick. <gasps> what? What's wrong, like? He's taking his mask off outside. What? And he's adorable. <gasps> 
Oh my god, those dimples. Yeah. I don't even mind being homeless now. Look at him. Oh, he's an awful whore, that fella. What a great week. I didn't see hashtag mehole trending once. Just keep the head down going forward. Maybe I'll order a quinoa salad and a boiled egg to sell. Get out, Leo. Uh, You're not allowed to film your Facebook videos no, in here. No, boss, it's me, Michael McGrath. Ah, little Mickey, yeah. I forgot you existed. What? And I thought I was keeping my head down. I've been keeping an eye out for any dissent in the party, boss. Oh, yes. Mm. Uh, Jim Miriam and his cronies. Let me tell you something, little Mickey. Mm. You won't get to be leader of Fianna Fáil by speaking out and having convictions. No? You get to be the leader by being a safe pair of hands in terms of... Oh, I know, boss. I became leader by following my three eyes. Mm. It's okay to be inept as long as you're invisible and insipid. Right. Oh, I see you're taking notes there. Very, very, very... Oh, any opportunity. Opportunity to learn at the feet of the master. Any more tips for me at all, boss? Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere any time soon, little Mickey, in terms no, of... No, Miriam doesn't have the numbers for heave, and even if he did, he'd be afraid of triggering an election now because we're polling so abysmally. I know. By running the party into the ground, I've secured my own position. Inept, invisible and insipid, boss. Now you're getting it. Oh, <laughs> I'll have to watch out for you. <laughs> oh, not me, boss. I'm merely your humble servant. Look, we've had a quiet week mm-hmm. and that's the best we can hope for. Can you imagine the shukra that's going to hit the fan when the vaccine online portal launches? What, oh. h- how do you mean? When it invariably crashes or double books every vaccination because it was built by the nephew of someone in the HSE. Who learned how to make websites from a colouring book. Yes. <sighs> and I miss the days of confidence and supply when we were able to be so quiet and had so few ideas that we accidentally went up in the polls. Ah, but you've still a bright future ahead of you, boss. You're right mm. If I'm lucky I could get a show on the RTE Like Aaron Road in the <laughs> What about a nature doc About Ireland's most elusive wild animal uh, Sorry no I, I don't follow in terms of Pine Martin Oh very good little Mickey <laughs> Pine Martins <laughs> They're almost as elusive as you Yes <laughs> Quiet Listen are you sure you're still a minister Are you sure you're still a Taoiseach well, For now at least For now yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough <coughs> Close the door on your way out Little Mickey Goodbye Baz I don't want Leo the Langer coming in He's a bit of a funny fish definitely In terms of Finally to that news from Britain On the death of Prince Philip The Duke of Edinburgh died after a long illness Sources say the royal family Had been sweating about his health for some time Except of course for Andrew under strict royal protocols, the British state will now begin three days of mourning to allow the media figure out how to blame Meghan Markle. In Northern Ireland, as a mark of respect, loyalist teenagers say they will wear black armbands while petrol bombing the police this weekend. Tonight, the BBC has suspended normal programming and will broadcast a collection of Prince Philip's most famous quotes from his trips overseas, but only after the nine o'clock watershed, obviously. And we leave you now with some tributes being paid by political figures from around the world. Today is a sad day for Queen Elizabeth, who has not only lost her husband, but also her cousin. <coughs> On behalf of the United States, can I say Philip was a hero? He invented the screwdriver and also those newfangled shaving machines. What a loss. As we Irish say, so long, and thanks for all the fish. It's a very, very sad day for, for the United Kingdom, very sad day for me. I saw a lot of myself in the Duke of Edinburgh. What with all the casual racism and extramarital affairs? Wah, 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 wah. 
I utterly condemn the death of Prince Philip, which only serves to take the focus away from the real lawbreakers in Sinn Féin IRA with their Provo funerals. Though, of course, if large crowds are required at this royal funeral, that's different. I'll be getting a new hat. I'm so distraught. <laughs> I can't believe Prince Philip from the Crown is dead. I loved Matt Smith. He was also a deadly Doctor Who. <laughs> Wait, what? It's not the actor. Oh, it's the real Philip. Ugh, well, come on, he was like 112. He clung on longer than Jerry. We have to be fair to the man. He lasted a long time. He had no self-awareness. He didn't give a damn what most people thought. Never sought permission or a mandate. He would have made a great Taoiseach all the same. Ah, may he rest in peace, the poor old Langham. <laughs>